Evening everyone, how you all doing tonight? Let me know where you're watching from and how you're watching. If you're with family or with yourself, let's interact now. Good evening, good evening everyone before we start the word. Um, it's a beautiful time to be alive, to be honest with you. Um, I know the times outside is um, hard and tough for them, but it's a time to see something different. At least for once, the world stops, or the earth, pardon me, stops. So good evening. I can see Shemaiah and any other person watching. Just let us know you're watching from where you're watching from. I'll do the icebreaker for about five minutes. Um, from Croydon, Pastor Gifty, good evening, good to see you. Um, awesome. Live with the Reviver Prosperity House. God bless you, Reviver Prosperity House. God bless you. Live, Pastor Tommy, live from Canada. God bless you, man. Bless the family. Thorntoneath, it's good to know your heart. God bless you, Pastor Toyer. Hope House tuned in live. God bless you guys. It's so good to be on tonight. Um, the reason why I do these things is so that you still stay connected. So you don't even for, you don't forget someone's name. I know you guys are mobile though. You're always. Um, but hey, Forest Gate, Pastor Micah. Good evening. Good evening, everyone from all the nations, from all the places. Um, good evening to your homes, your houses, bedroom, living room, wherever you're watching from. Good evening from the House of Creatives, Pastor Ozzy. I will announce something of Pastor after the service. But good evening, keep it coming. And if you notice someone not on, they're waiting for Thursday, uh, please tell them it is time to tune in. Praise God. Watching from beautiful Stratford. God bless Stratford, Stratford City, the, the State House. Awesome God. Campbell watching, tuning. God bless you. Um, maybe the feedback is late or low, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll just, I know there are hundreds of people watching. So, hey, good evening to you all. Kingdom Castle. Good evening, Croydon. Good evening. Good evening. Awesome. God bless you all. God bless you. Abby Wood is watching. Amazing. God bless you, everyone. God bless Kingdom Castle again. God bless everyone watching tonight from all the nations or areas in, in London City. So we're going to have these two, three days um, word explosion again as we do. Um, and I think it is in moments like this that God speaks to us about what is, what is about to happen next. Daddy K, good evening from the Liberation House. Good evening, sir. <laughs> I was at the Liberation House on Saturday, but I'll come back this time for you. You were not at home. Well, you went to work. Um, Soul Snatchers from Ireland are tuned in. Hello, Soul Snatchers in Ireland. How are you doing? Soul Snatchers in Ireland. God bless you. Awesome. Evangelist Sarah is tuning in from Abuja, Abuja, Nigeria. <laughs> the best capital in the world. Good evening, Abuja. Good evening, Pastor Sarah in Abuja. Awesome. All the way to Lewisham. 
God bless you, Liusham. Thank you for tuning in this evening. And so we're going to have these three days of sitting down under the word. And one of the things, the formation of the, the word explosion, why you must never forget that in every season of your life is simple. And we're going to start with our scripture today. You remember one day one of the services in, in, East, in um, central London where the Holy Spirit spoke to us deeply about um, the what, these who are my parents, my father and my mother, those who are here. You remember that scripture, the house of bundles. Good evening. I saw a church flyer program today called Unbundling. So I said, wow, this is after Hobie. They're coming after this guy. They want to unbundle him. <laughs> they, want, they want to unbundle the bundles. <laughs> oh, God is so good. When Jesus talked about the word, no, 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 actually, Mary has chosen the, the, the uh, one thing that is important. That's, that's the one I want to lay the foundation of this for. And you would possibly hear this almost in all, all the times that we have um, word explosion week or weekends, usually weekends, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's the pattern um, of word explosion. Praise God. Good evening to the POW, Power of Wealth, Pillars of Wealth, awesome, Cleon, the Nations. Good evening. Um, I was told today by um, one of the Orthodox, old Orthodox church, former churches, one of the leaders, um, that they know that church, when church comes back, it's never going to be the same again. Um, they understand now why uh, Spark Nation had to be like it is. Um, all of a sudden, it makes sense for little rats. Uh, sorry, oh, no, I'm not going to start that on that note this evening. Who we'll say, oh, why don't you have a building? Well, why don't you go to your building now? I'm going to worship God um, or whoever you guys cry to there. I don't know. Uh, anyways, um, why don't you go to the building? Church life will change forever. And we're about to take this thing to the next stage. The things that we were not able to, uh, to do before because we're still very traditional. Good evening, sir. I see you at the woman, my dear uncle. I see you, sir. Good evening. <laughs> Pastor, Pastor, I see you, Pastor Yebamiji, all the way from Chicago. I see you, sir. Good evening. And God bless Chicago. God is awesome. We're going to read that scripture soon, but I, I, there's still one worship. And I'll tell you, in the course of these three days of sitting under the word, uh, what the next church level is going to be what God is going to be doing. Everything called tradition, God is giving us a lifeline of some sort to say, break everything. It doesn't have to be the same anymore. Break it. Let it go. Um, just do what you are convinced is right. Do what our great is our God. Sing with me our great. Is the scripture ready? We're just going to sing that for a while. Is our God. Over sing, how great, how great, how great, 
Scriptures now, let's start the word. Luke 10, verse 38. Yes, ma'am. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. I want you to know that what these guys constantly dedicate their lives to, what made them eternal, is the sitting at the feet. That's why we have what we call word explosion. It is not a church program. It is not let us just have church programs, even when we could meet in buildings. Let's do no, no, no. It is making sure that we sit where we need to sit. Because Jesus is doing the same. And the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand. The word sit denotes calm down, wait, um, stop running around. Because I don't care if there is quarantine right now or not. You can be in your bedroom and you're still running around the whole world. And so what God is saying in this season and the reason why it reminds us of seasons like this is sit. So the Bible says that this Mary also sat at the feet of Jesus. But we need to take it one step further. Go on, man. But Martha was distracted. And so you can be in a sitting position. The, the sitting has to be constant. And so I love the word that he, he said, but Martha was distracted. So whenever there is a major distraction, remember that it removes you from your seat. That's what distractions does. It removes us from where our position of rest. It removes us from our position of knowledge. Knowledge is how to maneuver in life. Life is like a maze, isn't it? Knowledge is how you go around. A maze you've not been into before. So what God actually says with the word is this. You, this is superior kind of knowledge. I mean, there is university knowledge. There is um, professorship or whatever knowledge or doctorate knowledge now the word is the biggest level of knowledge and so when these guys and Jesus is the word you remember that in the beginning was the word is the word what they were doing is sitting down and understanding so what we do most times is we run through the maze of life open to learn through our experience and someone says experience is the best teacher and I told them as long as it's not yours because if it is yours it's not the best teacher my friend it's too much pain 
and so much time and then you begin to look back and say I wish I knew but you could have known because the knowledge was there you just didn't look for it my people die for lack of knowledge not lack of prayer not lack of holiness it's what kills them actually meaning the, 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 the lack of prayer or whatever is not good but it didn't kill them yes it did some things wrong in their lives but then it didn't kill them it is knowledge lack of it that then killed them so we're gonna have a church and a movement a people whose sense of finance is very keen whose sense of, of health, Medicare world is very keen. They have a keen sense. They have understanding. The Bible says when he chose Daniel and Joseph, when the kings of this world chose them, they were looking for men who are knowledgeable. When the prime minister wakes up, they are looking for men who are knowledgeable. And what you would think is, well, but they already have that around them. They don't because if they have, right, they won't even be sick in the first place. There is no knowledge of the things to come. And so there is a keen sense. They sat at the feet of Jesus. I'm listening to him. The, the word does not make us spiritual. It makes us knowledgeable. I need you to hear that. So listening to the word, sitting under the word, studying the word, staying in the word, all those sound clouds, they don't make us spiritual. We are already spiritual so you can become spiritual without knowing anything so what you have what you have is very very spiritual christians they think they are spiritual because they go to church meaning they attend a a, a service in a four-wall building they think they are spiritual because they speak heavenly language but the problem is you cannot you you, you cannot be a citizen of a nation if you don't understand how that nation runs so you can have the passport you were born as a citizen but the problem is that the profit and the benefit of that nation is not yours because you simply don't know how to access it you can't even read your rights and so church does not make us spiritual speaking heavenly language does not make us spiritual it is knowledge by me kings reign have you seen that scripture before wisdom was speaking he said by me kings reign and princes decree justice in other words without the entrance of this word which brings light light meaning knowledge without the entrance of that what happens in our life is that even though you're a king you won't reign even though you are a prince you won't be able to decree justice and so this thing has left the area or the arena of let us just do church activities. And so what God wants us to show the world is that our level of knowledge is superior to theirs. And until we are able to show this, the world will not be impressed. And someone say, oh, what do you mean show it? Manifest then. That's the word of the Bible, right? For the earnest expectation of man is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So we have to look for what example, where have we seen manifestation before? Joseph and Daniel. They knew. And because they know our level of knowledge is and you access those spiritual level of knowledge because you've spent time sitting at the feet of Jesus just hearing the word so the times that we spend in the world and that's why Satan managed to develop churches that have itching ears for the word by the time you see someone sitting around looking for prophecy looking for someone to tell them what they already know they rejected knowledge I hope your life never ends up that way. 
and you're sitting down in programs where someone have to tell you um what's your name i know my name bro what's your name what's this one auntie in your family they rejected knowledge the bible says because of that god gave them up to reprobate minds because they've rejected knowledge at one point of their life they don't want to know the word they think the word is long how long are we going to be hearing the word the word the word for remember the word is creation and what Satan wants to do constantly is to get you off the world. So when we get into a season of the world like this, it is not just let us wind away time. It is not just, well, you know, all this SoundCloud thing. No, the more, if, if, if a SoundCloud has not produced fruit for you, it's because you haven't known it yet. There is still knowledge in it. And so you've got to mark out what, what distracts me. So this Mary girl is distracted she's used to sit at the feet she understands sitting at the feet but she's got distractions we, you've got to get to a point in life where when you're in the word season ask whatever is outside tell it let the worst happen then you'll realize the worst is not going to happen something just needs to take you off the word talk to me but Martha was distracted. Sorry, Martha. Martha was distracted. With much serving. And she was actually serving. If you're going to serve, and you're going to serve for long, you must be a person of the feet of Jesus. And you know, last week we started with serving. But if you're going to serve your generation, if you're going to serve God's will, you must be a person that grieves from the feet. So you'll withdraw a place after service because in the midst of service, you will encounter many things. You already know about service, so you can go back and listen to the word on service last week, Thursday. But, but, but in the midst of serving, what happens is there will be so many things that happen to you. People will insult you. People will... You, you know, you, you carry so many things. And if you're not a person that knows how to go back to the feet of Jesus and hear word, what would happen is you will keep serving, but you will carry all those things and those things will get you. Oh yeah, they will get you eventually. You'll become weary. You'll become tired. But what is happening is that there are so many things that you didn't receive word from and so many insults and barrage of human nature. Because you will meet human nature along service way, along service route, right? Uh, yeah, so, but the problem is you will come back to the feet and get the word to wash. The, the word sanctifies. The word washes our mind. It washes our emotion. So you can be a strong girl or a strong guy. The issue is if you keep going without really sitting at the feet of Jesus to hear the word as you're serving, the problem is those issues, the barrage of every human behavior around you, your, your team of service, it will get you. And you begin to wonder, I thought I've, I've determined to do this work. I thought I'm always going to be here. Da, da, da. Something gets you. You've got to be a person of the world. She was distracted. Uh -huh. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Uh -huh. Therefore, tell her to help me. Yeah. And Jesus answered and said to her. This is where we're going really. So she's going to tell Jesus, look, this, this lady just sits like she's, I, do, I, I, I love the word, but hey, <laughs> we've got to do something now. We've got to, We've got to serve. I love all these. I want to get knowledge, but we've got to serve. 
Now, Jesus tells her the most important lesson for anyone. If you have new converts, new young people and stuff like that, this is the first scripture to always give them after they've given their life to Jesus. It is Jesus telling us what, what is the most important thing in life. Talk to me. And Jesus answered and said to her, said what? Martha, Martha, uh, you are worried and troubled about many things. Said there are so many things on your mind. Many things. So entry point into the nation of Spark should be, look, first of all, if you're going to walk this walk, if you're going to walk with God, We've got to deal with many things in your life. We've got to make sure that when you, when someone is coming into service in your families, all the family heads in the nation of Spark, when someone is coming into your family, you've got to make sure that they are not worried about many things. You've got to, first of all, I think they need to listen to deep issues tape so that you can take those issues out and say you cannot. You don't solve issues by being worried about them. Because what issues do is the moment you're worried about them, they reproduce themselves. You are worried about many things. Uh -huh. But one thing is needed. There's one thing that is needed. Uh -huh. And Mary has chosen that good part. That's right. Which will not be taken away from Very her. Very simple. It said Mary has chosen the one thing that is needed. So when problems get so big, what is the one thing that is needed? The word. You sit at the feet of Christ and you hear the word. And, and again, when you're in the word, it won't look as if anything would happen. You're just sitting there. What's going to change? Like, I've got so much debt. I've got so much this. I've got so much that. And you're telling me to just hear the word. How is that practical? Well, Jesus said one thing is needed. He said, and Mary has chosen that one thing. He said, and it's not going to be taken from her because she's, she's chosen what is right. Choose the word. When you don't know what to do about something, what do you do? Choose the word. And, and many people would choose prophecy. Or choose prophecy. Some man is in one mountain who can pray. No, no, no. Just choose the word. And remember this. Why are you choosing the word? And why do I need to continue to emphasize this to your growing? And you continue to, you have pressure. Those pressures are supposed to produce lifting from your life. Don't become the subject of human tactics and human, 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 whatever else these people do on, from place to place. On prophecy. It says she's chosen the right thing. It's the word. When God wants to heal, he sends the word. When he wants to create, he sends the word. When he wants to lift, he sends the word. There is nothing. He said that by these exceeding great promises, we may be partakers of the divine nature. It is the word. Nothing is bigger than the word. As it is written in scriptures. And why, why does God raise preachers, apostles, evangelists, da, 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 da. Because so that we can all come to the maturity, to the full knowledge of Christ. It is the word. The solution to everything. How do we know to prepare for the word to come? The word. Do I not believe in prophecies? I believe in prophecies. The Bible says do not despise prophecies. He also said in Ephesians that that's one of the gifts he gave to the church. But those are not Roman prophets. You know Roman prophet. They're just everywhere to tell everybody about fortune. It's fortune telling. 
No, it is the word. What is prophecy? Expounding on God's knowledge, God's revelational thoughts. So when you get to a place where you don't know about your life anymore and your family head, your, 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 your leader cannot tell you from the word what's going on with your life, then you should be worried. Because a, a, a child of God who walks in love can never be in darkness. The Bible says he that hates his brother is in darkness till now. So it said, and those kind of people stumble through life. God never intends for us to stumble through life. He just takes you sitting with the word. So we've laid the foundation for that. Those are just foundations, footnotes for us to note that that's why we must not forget. That's why we sit under the word. That's what builds us. That's the old building of Spark Nation. It's the word. It is the word that leads us to the place of prayer. So without the word, there's no prayer. So because you can be motivated to the place of prayer by two things. Either the word, you've, you, you, you ate so much word and you began to pray in the spirit. Or you are so worried and you began to pray. Now it's the word. Prayer must be based on the word. Giving must be based on the word. And whatever you do must be based on the word because the word is faith. It is by faith that we believe what is written. This is why we have word explosion. This is why we sit for hours and hours and hours, endless. So it is the word first, then actions of prayer, actions of giving, actions of whatever. Because the entrance of your word gives light. The Bible says, how shall a young man keep his way pure? It said, by taking heed, Psalm 119, by taking heed according to your word. Your word have I kept in my heart, same Psalm 119, that I may not sin against you. So what protects a young man, a young woman from sinning, meditation on the word. So they come to a place where they sit with the word and they know this is not, you, you know, the word is so, it's like a child who is just eating. It doesn't need to worry about growth. When am I going to develop height or when am I, when is my arm going to be long? No, no, no. What the child just needs to do is to keep eating, isn't it? And let me tell you, there is no height in the realm of the things of God that you cannot reach. As a baby elephant, what the, ba the baby elephant will become the mother elephant if she continues to eat the diet of the elephants. It is the word. So you don't need to worry about your growth. If I'm going to grow, I'm not going to grow. Just eat the word. Just stay in the word. So go back to those sound clouds. I've started a series and I'm going to push a bit more into that series tonight. First of all, before we go to the book of Jeremiah, let us read the apostolic church, the new church order, if you may use that word, or if we may use that word, or if I may use that word. The new church order and what God is trying to do on the face of the earth. What is the new church going to look like? It is not new in that it has never existed before. It is new in that it was lost in transition. It started in the act of the apostles. But as times and modernization came or improved, it was lost. The definition of church changed from people to building. It changed from a movement to a person and so the church that is supposed to mature Christians when he ascended on high he gave gift unto men that's where I'm going to start but I'm actually going to the book of Jeremiah 
And when we really get into it tomorrow and Friday, we're going to get into systems. I told you yesterday on the private scope what I started on Sunday. That in order to become someone of significance in life, you must belong to a system. What, what we give to in Spark is the building of a system. Meaning the ecclesia, the called out ones come out of a general system. But they don't come out to create no system. They don't become just spiritual people who are relevant spiritually. But physically of no good. Remember that on Sunday or so, we also emphasize that your kingdom come one is declaration of war. But your kingdom come means your system comes. Because your system is how you rule in heaven. <laughs> and when you rule in heaven, there is abundance, there is peace, there is prosperity. So he taught his disciples how to pray. He said, your will be done on earth. He didn't say, Father, please take us all to heaven quickly. I said, therefore, the most important prayer cannot be let us make heaven. God wants to make earth, but we want to make heaven. God says, I want to influence. That is two people pray that prayer in the scripture, Moses and David. Let your glory cover the earth. And that's why these two people are special to God. They understood what was in the heart of God. What made the heart of God born, made their heart born. What, I, what you see in the nation today, and if there's anything you should be proud of, if there's anything I'm proud of is your kind of pastors. Usually people will not believe they are pastors, right? Because they are young, they look good, they wear good, they, they speak well. And so you imagine the world managed to put the church in, in, in a box whereby when you see a pastor, you already know that's a pastor. <laughs> Because he's old enough to be a pastor. He, the way he looks is, yeah, that looks like a pastor. But what God wanted is to infiltrate a, a Miriam, a, a Kim. And when the world begins to see this brand of pastors, a, a Daniel, a Pastor Sam, a, a Tanisha, when the world begins to see this brand of pastors, what God used us to do was to get to these people before the world got to them. Yes, the world might think that he's at them at 20, at 21 and say, you know, um, these are my own children because they are doing this, they are doing this bad or this wrong. But God took that and turned it into a movement. And I'm looking at the face of the earth. They're trying to actually see where else all this exists and I can't see it. So I realized that whatever name they want to call us or whatever they want to say we've done wrong, I realized that they everything action has consequence but if a church has managed to raise this kind of young pastors 200 of them you've done what the world could not do or what the church world could not do well they would then copy that because again there are youths and there are youths i hope you know that right what you are are you that are able to enter any class of people any sect in this world now we must not let that go and the only way that can stay is for us to understand it as a system now what God wants to bless is a system God has looked at what the whole world as the as the number of young people will grow in the next 50 years I mean from now to the next 50 years as the number of young people will grow God needed to urgently 
quickly create a system by which and upon which young believers what they will look like what we met in the church is young people come to church and we turn them to something extremely different they become I, I don't understand they, 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 they cut off from the world and they are of no worldly good anymore the reason why it made us not to be of the world or this world, this age is so that we can influence it not so that we can condemn it now when they refuse to be influenced then they will be condemned but the reason why it brought us here I need a charge of this the reason why it brought us here is to create a world create a system that can give them remember we saying this on Sunday that can give them alternative so a successful or succeeding 25 year old we succeeding in football or succeeding in law or succeeding in whatever else they're doing they can look at the world the, the, the life they live in their world and look at the one you live in your world and say well I think I prefer this I think I like it they have alternative before now they don't because what they see is a church it's a church and they're thinking look I don't want to go to church and not be able to dress this nice or not be able to look that nice or not to be able to look that way no they don't want to do that you've created another word Daniel has gone to look for it that's quite distracting yeah but you can't do that do you have the mobile one yeah I'll use the mobile one thank you quickly my friend okay yeah that's fine I can change I'm gonna continue in a minute you know me you know me I'm movement when I'm speaking and so God so God created or made you quickly because he knows that the new world was coming he needed the people that are fearless thank you he needed the people that are fearless now when Jesus ascended on high in Ephesians 3 this is where we're starting from today he created a system and he told us why this system exists so the new church has all the system I was speaking to one of the leading pastors yesterday not, not in Spark in, in his own church and he was talking about, I said if you ask a typical church today what is your economic system it's just Titan offering now that's not a system that was a commandment but in the building of a nation it's not a system yes it takes hard work to build a system yes it takes perseverance to build a system but what one of the ways God has vindicated you Spark Nation is it's just built you systems that work so well in this kind of season it's like a sin ahead God's ways, I, I just look at some of the things God has taught you to do. They are just so wise. They were not wise at the, at the time, but God who sees the future. First of all, started by calling you a nation. It's a nation. I've seen other people changing their stuff to nation. So, 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 nation. That, that, that nation. Uh, without the understanding of it, it's a system. Every nation has a system. Either by default so you can change the name to nation all your life but without the system that makes it work so what we did and what we would have done which God protected us from 
was we would have met church the way it is and we would have copied it and God says no I want you to be the prototype son and daughter sons and daughters for what the next generation of young leaders will look like so what have I always been telling you they will be wealthy but they will love God there is a world there is a system that can build that that nobody will think that I, I don't need church or I don't need to be a pastor because you are a pastor and you can compete well with anyone that is not so they will look at you and say what, what is going on how are you a pastor and because of that they will be drawn to you now why did God have to use people that are like yourself you've gone through depression some have you've gone through crime you've gone to because it, as beautiful as their life looks they are doing dodgy stuff but it will take a you not to condemn them because there's a system that built you too. So you're not going to say, oh, only God knows what she does underground. No, you don't care because you're coming from that underground too. I want to start preaching, but I need to lay this foundation. The new church is emerging. The new church is coming out. What would happen is that most times, most Sundays, what you will do is you'll invite people to your homes when all this is over and say come watch service then you'll watch a pastor Sam or a pastor Tobi meaning I can successfully run a service from South Africa and thousands of young people all over UK is watching and you, you serve them lunch and you serve them dinner you, you can so snatch and, and so snatches will be able to send people so what should we have been spending money and building homes call it care home if you like call it EDC centers if you like that does and, and these homes need to develop to become the universities, the model. So you have church as it were or as it used to be once in a while. Of course, you have Thursday service or stuff like that when you want to. Systems. You have homes. You have homes. You develop these homes. They, they have focus. They become community movement. They change their community. Because your system come, your will be done on earth as it is done in, in, in heaven. So God gave the children of Israel a model, 12 tribes. Said, don't, don't just call them any nation. They are 12 tribes. Manasseh to this, to that. And each tribe had his own expertise. And as long as they were these tribes, guess what happened? They were able to take all other nations. Imagine the nations without tribes were subdued by the nations with tribes. God would sometimes send messages and say, speak to the house of Benjamin. Speak to the house of Judah. Judah has a specialty. It is the praise house. It is the praise movement. These are systems. This is not just church programs or church movement. So what would you do? No wonder God had us to be having a Sunday service, specialty Sunday service. So Pastor Sam can wake up one month and say, we just want to do one service this month and it's for tech people. And on that Sunday, he's able to preach. You're able to gather two, three thousand people that are tech and he's still able to preach. You're able to worship. And from there, everybody disbands. And the next Sunday, and the next Sunday, you're meeting in your homes and these homes are growing systems. And, and every home, the reason why it's going to be home is that every home will be called to accountability. What is your specialty? What does this home do? 
what is the revelation of God upon this home and they will grow in grace grow in faith they understand spiritual things spiritual dimension and I perceive that until we have gotten to this level we will not be effective we'll just repeat church like our ancestors did we'll go from church to church day to day when we're tired of this church we'll change to another church we'll say oh in this church I just like it why do you like it because nobody's challenging you your giving life is not challenged you're not being challenged to go to the next level and God taught me that you see in life right you'll gather everybody and eventually everyone will begin to look for their level there are churches that are meant to be lower than some because the requirement is not huge the requirement in this place is huge my friend it's like it's like look I'm not going to come and just repeat church and raise a bunch of people who just cry when they are singing their most sorrowful song I don't want to do that I want to see the nations change I want to see a strategic set of people who understand the system of God who don't just talk the talk who know that if they are sent to a city or a, a village and they are lawyers they are, their law firm is supposed to be number one there and that's not by roaming around the city and doing prayer walk no that is by influencing that society are you getting what I'm saying tonight bringing change to that society by developing a strategy but they are still connected to their family heads that's all we've got to raise that's what God is doing yeah until homes develop to nation, felt family, systems. That's correct, Pastor Sam. That's correct. That's what God wants us to raise. And the question I'm going to ask you all through this word explosion is this. Are you not tired of church the way it is? You just keep looking at it every day and you know really this thing ain't going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Let me tell you, 99% of church is still waiting now. They're just looking forward to the day that door will reopen, man. Especially the pastors. Your kingdom come is a cry for a system. What about the crowd? You will have more crowd. When you do your once a month or twice a month service, you have a crowd because there is a purpose for that gathering. It's not just music anymore. It's not just, let me go see my friend anymore. So, no wonder God introduced us to this mansion and court system because they are supposed to be God's mansion in my father's house. Okay, let's read scriptures now, guys. Let's read scriptures. Ephesians, when he ascended on high. Or oh, which one, which one, and which one have I given him? Yes, sir. Okay, let's go. Ephesians 4, 11. Yes, ma'am. And he himself gave some to be apostles some prophets no start two verses before that please from verse seven sir please but to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of christ's gift as long as you come into christ he assigned you before you were born and when you come in to each one of us certain level of grace was given to each one of us grace was given according to the measure in other words there are people with some measure of grace that you don't have so why does it create a family so that this grace can connect this grace can connect and do what you cannot do by yourself so the moment you become just an individual what happens is very simple there are heights that you cannot get to no matter what kind of talent you've got 
to each one of us. So how do you multiply grace? By using your own grace to serve another grace. Then grace begins to multiply the movement, the anti-movement of church. And I, I'm not talking about churches or less or pastors, let's all be friends kind of thing. No, there are times that we cannot all be friends. But there are grace in Abraham's house, the 318 soldiers. That's why in military there is a sniper. And there is another one, Pastor Daniel will be able to tell us that. Different grace, according to grace given. So everyone in this house, you carry a dimension and a measure of grace. But, but he called it each one of us. That means it's a system. God blesses this system by giving grace. What is grace? Unmerited favor. Something you did not work for is working for you right now. Something that you didn't earn yeah has earned you because to each one of us grace was given so what, what does your family head do the work of a family head is to identify the grace upon you and to connect it with others in that family then we will never hear anything like oh we want a target but we didn't reach our target is because you're not utilizing the grace for to each one of us grace was given talk to me according to the measure of Christ's gift yeah. therefore he says yeah. when he ascended on high he led captivity captive yeah. and gave gifts to men it's more like when he ascended on high it's more like say when he left he gave gifts unto men why did he give gifts to men he's interested in men's affairs is interested in what goes on in the world of men that's why he gave gift to men he gave them gift he gave them this measure of grace because he wants to see a system so if someone says what do you think is in the heart of the father right now someone says, well he, he, god must be so concerned about people going to hell you know he doesn't want anyone to perish he's concerned about his system on earth because he can be concerned about people going to hell all he likes without system people are not going to come to church let me tell you before this pandemic started church all church is like shut down especially in Europe shut down already because nobody is going nobody is going and from there it, it only gets worse and worse and I've seen top pastors asking me how do people still come to church nobody is going to church anymore there's no more church of all nations. You can have young church where there's so many Ghanaians there or so many Nigerians in this church or so many old people in this church because they are looking for miracles. Oh, God raised you to have all nations within one church. And if not for family, there is no single place I know of in the UK church that can withstand, forget what you withstood. Talk about one-tenth of it. But God built you as a family. To each one of us, grace was given. God is looking for system. So tonight, my aim is just to talk more about why system and then tomorrow and Friday to get into the building of systems. Now when God showed Moses how to build the tabernacle, he said make it the same pattern of what was built in heaven. So the disciples should have known that's going to be the prayer pattern your will be done on earth so God the tabernacle of Moses was exact description of God's dwelling place in heaven by cubit by height by gold God actually look at this God actually said make a golden image sort of like my seats in heaven 
it's not my seed but make sure that it's according to the pattern that I showed you on the mountain that's the mountain we're going to tomorrow he said make sure it is the same pattern so we're not trying to be like the earth we're bringing a pattern but it has to be on earth in other words we have to be earthly relevant talk to me now this he ascended mm. what does it mean but that he also first descended uh -huh. into the lower parts of the earth that's right he who descended is also the one who ascended okay. far above all the heavens yeah. that he might fill all things and he himself gave some to be apostles, yeah. some prophets, yeah. some evangelists, yeah. some pastors yeah. and teachers. This grace, it gave some to be pastors, evangelists, da, 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 da. it gave them. Now, we're going to ask in verse 10, look at verse 10 again. Verse he 10. Uh -huh. He who descended is also the one who ascended Why? far above all the heavens Why? that he might fill all things. He wants to things. fill all things. He wants to fill all things. So in other words, the aim of the ascending, the descending, it went to hell and it took the keys of hell from Satan. So the power of Satan has no power over you. You don't need a prophet from somewhere to tell you that because that's not even the work of a prophet. We'll soon see their work now. It's not to help you detect what anti in your family is against your progress. Rubbish. We'll see their work according to scriptures now. He, he, gave, he, he descended or yeah, he descended into hell and ascended into the highest of heavens that he might feel all things. What God wants is his presence on all mountains in all things why did i say that about the grace before he gave you grace to feel all things on his behalf so because when he ascended when he descended he went alone when he ascended everything he got he gave some to be apostles some prophets some pastors some teachers some evangelists that he may feel all things it doesn't want any industry without its presence and its influence in that industry but it takes systems so he now started the church system now look at the church system he gave them those five-fold ministry that he may feel all things talk to me for and he he himself gave some to be apostles yeah. some prophets some evangelists for the equipping of the saints One. Why did he give them that? For the equipping. You know the word equip. You know when you go to university and you, you took up a course to become a medical doctor. What do they do for you in the university? They equip you with what? Knowledge. So that you can function as a medical doctor. When you went to engineering school or you went to any school, vocational studies. When you went there, why were you given why did you go to be equipped so why did he give all these fivefold ministry to the church to equip the saints it is equipping equipment you see the word equipment it is instrument to go walk it is not instrument to make heaven 
He did not raise your pastor to get you to heaven. He did not raise your apostle to make you a holy boy <laughs> or holy girl. No, it is for number one, the saints will be equipped. Have you ever seen an equipped person that was equipped to go to bed? Oh, I just want to equip Tanisha now so that she can go and sleep. So Tanisha, take a sword, take a take take um whatever and go to sleep. No, it is to walk. He wants to feel all things. And so he started the system. What is the system? The system is to first of all choose leadership. So he created a fivefold ministry. So it's not everybody's got grace, but then he chose the fivefold ministry. He himself gave some to be apostles. This is so much system. You see, the apostolic work is establishment. The prophetic word is expounding on God's revelational thought. The evangelism work is searching for the children of that kingdom to come home. Um, the teaching work is to teach them knowledge, is to tell them about things. So the teaching is not just teaching of Bible verses. A teacher can be teacher in anything. It's just this guy, when he begins to talk about finance, he has the teaching grace upon him. But when he teaches, he's equipping saints. So God created his own world and put all the offices a teacher is part of the ministry gift guys teacher so some of you have grace for that so I believe without doubt in my heart that what God is going to do is that the biggest finance or entrepreneurial school will come from the church because it gave some to be teachers. He didn't say teaching the word of God or teaching Bible. They are just teachers. Then the pastoring gift is the shepherding, how to care for people, for the equipping of the saints. Remember that their work is to equip, not just to keep in a place, not just to say we are members, it's to equip them. So by the time a person has been in the nation for six months, this is the explanation of why we ordain like we ordain. They are supposed to be equipped talk to me for the equipping of the saints uh -huh. for the work of ministry what is the work of ministry he equips them the saints for the work the same work so everybody begins to repeat this so when a pastor sam comes right and then there is a pastor witness to pastor sam. there's a pastor haba or pastor uh, pastor shadia there or pastor she's equipped they are equipped then they equip others they begin to search for grace this is system this is the our system now tell me how many of the equipment do we do in the four walls of church on a sunday no it is homes this is the equipment. So imagine when a pastor, yeah, that's what social church do, Stephen. When a pastor preaches on Sunday and is vanished now, he's gone into the woods. And all of a sudden, our pastors are like people who just come out of the wood on Sunday. But yeah, yeah, I was in the church office. Yeah, behind the desk with suit and tie. Bro, you're not an accountant. It's so the equipping of the saints. How do you equip the saints? You've noticed somebody with a political anointing upon them, a grace for the political world, or a grace for the scholarship, I mean, school, schooling world. And you begin to open doors for them. If the work of an apostle is establishment, it does not just establish people in the kingdom, he established them in politics, in finance. His job is to establish and what do the evangelists do they make sure that those who are establishing the finance or those who are establishing any other industry they don't lack crowd 
So if Jed needs 200 people in Croydon on a Saturday, the soul snatchers know how to get 200 people there anyhow. Oh, you just tell them come for Nando's rally. Whichever way is a way. Because you don't need those people to go home with you. You just need people who have the grace to commandeer a rally. You understand? They, when we, we, who do we turn to when we need to have crowd? Our soul snatchers. They know how to put 3,000, 4,000 people together because they are all statements. The real people who do the work are few. But statement is numbers. Are you listening to me? That's why he had evangelists. And look at that pattern in Jesus. He would have cruised of 5,000, 10,000 people. The rallies are there. But who does he equip? The 12. And even on a stricter measure of equipment, the 3. But there was some evangelists among them who know how to announce that Jesus is in town. This is system. This is church system. Because what we just heard, I mean, this is the church world system. What we just heard is, oh yeah, uh, you know, the only place you see apostle is in front of people's name. And you begin to wonder, why are you an apostle though? Because his establishment in every, he didn't say that he gave them this fivefold ministry that the church may be filled. He said that he may fill all things. A true church has eyes and ears in everything because Christ wants to feel every single thing and so my resolution is we're going to feel everything this house will be specially equipped people will feel all things in other words you will have people as sales assistant as much as you have people as PA to prime ministers from that world to, he wants to feel anything, everything so don't 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 feel why am I a sales assistant you will be sales assistant until someone comes to take that place then you move up that's God's promotional system in the kingdom talk to me for the equipping of the saints for the equipment of the saints for the work of ministry so ask yourself if you're not in Spark Nation maybe you're just trailing into what are you being equipped where you are for the equipping for the work of the ministry we're going to define the word ministry in a moment for the walk. So every, the first day you stepped in church and the word of God eat you from that day. My own mindset is we're equipping you for ministry. Equipping. Giving them tools. Like God did to Adam. Go on. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Did you hear that? I need the definition of the word edify. So when these saints are equipped, guess what happened? The body is edified. This is systems. For the edifying, so the, the body is lifted up. It is no longer ignored. We, we, we are not just looked upon as spiritual people. Who goes to angels? Like you just want to really be associated with some spirits. Nobody is attracted to spirits, guys. We are scared of them. We can respect them out of fear. Like, whoa, whoa, spirit stuff. If you ever see a spirit. But the church became like a spirit stuff. And so we wonder why the CEOs or the chairman and the da-da-da is not coming. Because let me tell you, any CEO, either CEO of Twitter or the big companies will come to church if you are their friend. Or if, they, if you have a role to play in their lives, isn't it? 
Edify. To build. To make. To instruct and improve the mind. I love the word to build. So even the body of Christ needs to be built. When the saints are equipped, will be built. Christians will no longer go to the world for money to borrow. Because the body is built. Talk to me. Just go and forget the definition. I've taken out. I just need the build word. Uh-huh. Till we all come to the unity of the faith yeah. and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Do you see why he gave those gifts? Till we we'll all come to the unity. So he's still looking for that oneness. Why am I saying this? Divisive people don't get far. It is system. So I need all your families to focus on how you build your system. The strongest system takes the lead. So there's nothing sentimental about this. Those of you who just move from fellowship to fellowship because you are not happy with this. It's time you grow up. Stop. Grow. Stop. Doesn't make sense. Of course, if in the first place you didn't feel, of course, when you join the house, you join the boat. Now you're where you are. Stop and build. Stop and build. Stop traveling. Because sometimes, as normal humans, and I know that should be different from you, we are too, we get bored easily. Want something new, exciting. Builders don't get bored because they have a pattern of what they are building. So you can't, I, I can be in the house for the next one. Yeah, I've got a pattern of what I'm building. It's not about excitement. Talk to me. Till we all come to the unity of the faith mm-hmm. and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Yep. To a perfect man. Yep. To the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Yep. That we should no longer be children. Do you see why he gave us? That we should no longer be children. Uh-huh. Tossed to and fro yep. and carried about with every wind of doctrine. That we should no longer be children. I used to preach this a lot in Lancaster, m 87 tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. You know, I've taught you what that means before. People will have different doctrines coming to church. What leaders are stable? They are not tossed to and fro. And I can give you an example. There were times in the church, this doctrine had come. Tie your handkerchief and your oil. Another one came. He said he's praying against your enemy. Tossed to and fro like children, like babies. He said the mature church is stable. Is focused. He understands that life is not about himself or herself. God has destined you for nation taking and building it. That's what he destined you for. This is not about survival in the jungle. By quickly killing your worst enemies. (laughs) Or locating who is the demon after your destiny and all those funny spooky stuff. God God is desperate in filling the earth. And it calls us to the place of maturity. I'm actually taking you to a more uh, stronger scripture. As if there is any. Uh, But but, uh, there's a call over someone's life tonight. And that call is for you, right? You're going to step out of being tossed to and fro. And that doctrine, the ones I gave are just examples. 
the real doctrine is the doctrine that works in your own mind right now you know when you get to a place where you're confused i don't know am i part of a system a family or should i just run my own run in life they are strange doctrines god's desire is to fill the whole earth with his knowledge and he's looking for families that have systems i've seen churches had to their name so so family church but father we don't how do you not know where your father is and that's not by distance you know human race knows how to master things if it is not sincere down to hard work it's not going to be the end time church if it is not the pattern of Jesus and I know why people avoid people because it's so pricey yeah but you see let me tell you why it shouldn't be pricey so to speak Jesus chose his disciples he did not choose those who came to his crusade but he chose his disciples every house every nation house your, your, the, your first commission is to choose your first 25 your first 30 is the choosing now I'm not saying go around and say you are chosen you are chosen you are chosen Jesus didn't carry a microphone and say I heard I want to talk to the whole world today no but whose heart has knitted with yours and then you choose your hundred then you choose your two hundred that's how to grow finish the scripture I need to go into the one I want to talk about tonight carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting look for the soundcloud for this I said it, it, I've said it many times the cunning craftiness I want to go to another scripture deeper now there's no scripture that is more powerful than the other but for the purpose of tonight jeremiah this is where god wants to speak to us tonight i've laid all that foundation as my footnotes tonight you know what to do with those words you understand that god created system for the church purpose want to feel all things I don't know if you have anybody, I, I, and I mean anybody, in the political world right now that you can look at and say solid, amazing child of God. I'm not talking about Nigerian politics, please. They are all children of God there. I'm talking about those ones, please. Lunatics. Like matured countries, systems that work. And you can say, wow, that's a young believer. There are few, very few. And even the few that I've met, by the time you meet them, they've compromised the law. I'm not saying they've compromised to be where they are. It's just that, you, you know, they actually make it known that there's a separation. But their boss is looking for the light. He's looking for you. Why must our faith look like, oh, yeah, Christian thing, yeah, yeah. Why? Because we didn't have people who can blend those worlds. But Daniel did a good job. Joseph did. So, and the kings were looking for that their extreme, extreme in quotes, what they will call uh, today religiosity. Their kings was looking for that because this is a man that is a priest of God. He understands how to be spiritual. 
he understands Joseph and Daniel and others and many of you that God is about to raise. The, the, the position they occupied was not at the detriment of their faith. It's not just a guy who goes there and talks nice and says, oh, well, but by the way, by the way, I'm a believer. No. These are guys who are in contact with God. These are guys who are in relationship with heaven. They understand their handwriting of heaven. They still carry the anointing of and the power of the Holy Ghost. And what the world and, and believers who have gone ahead. And that's why I said it's difficult to pick mentorship out of these people. Especially those who are Christians. It's difficult because they've compromised the Lord. Jesus wants to feel all things. That's why he raised his nation. He wants you to be so bold that you are bold about what you stand for. Even if you have to go home, if they say, oh, we can't get have you. You know that, look, I live in an EDC center. The worst thing, I'll sleep on couch and wake up. But I'm not going to compromise because the end game is God really wants to be known. He doesn't want to be spoken of partially. So we've had the zealous ones that are not spiritual. They just want to preach to their prime minister. I want you to know Jesus is Lord, even if you sack me. Rubbish. No, Daniel and Joseph, they went to add value. But you, you see these guys, right? What was the first thing Joseph will call for? He called for his family. Once they came, because he knows that he was sent ahead for their sake, as wicked as they might have been to him, he was sent ahead for their sake. Not for him to forsake them and say, well, now I'm in the house. No, it is the tribe. If Israel is going to be established in Egypt, the family must come. The other 11 must come. So what is God looking for in this moment? You. Now, he will give you certain strategy and wisdom on how to come out as what you are when the time comes. So you're not jumping in there and say, I'm a Christian doesn't make sense nobody wants to know if you're a christian they want to know if you have solution then they will ask you how then you bring your family in. he wants to feel all things jeremiah chapter 30 is my scripture for tonight start from verse 16 please start from verse 15 why do you cry about your affliction your sorrow is incurable because of the multitude of your iniquities, because your sins have increased, I have done these things to you. Sorrow increases by sin. So don't let anybody tell you, well, you know, diseases happen on earth. Let me tell you something. We live in a spiritual world, okay? Just let's establish that. I don't want to say more than that so that I'm not said to be um, asking for God's judgment on the nations. Verse 16. Therefore, Therefore, all those who devour you shall be devoured. Yeah. And all your adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity. Those who plunder you shall become plunder. And all who prey upon you, I will make a prey. Yeah. For I will restore health to you yeah. and heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. Because they called you an outcast, mm. saying, This is Zion, no one seeks her. Verse 18. Thus says the Lord, yeah. Behold, I will bring back the captivity of Jacob's tent. Remember that each time he speaks to them, either to punish or to redeem them, he speaks specifically 
about names of families. Behold, I will restore Jacob's house, tent. I'm going somewhere tonight. It blesses us according to family clans. This is God's system. I will restore the captivity of Jacob's tent. Uh -huh. And have mercy on his dwelling places. His house, yeah. The city shall be built upon its own mount. Uh -huh. And the palace shall remain according its own plan. Yeah. Then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. This is what will happen next. Out of them, when God restores, he said, then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. So we'll have house thanksgiving. Why? Because of the restoration. Don't forget this. Why am I reading this scripture? To see God's order of the blessing. Go on. Then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. Uh -huh. And the voice of those who make merry. Then it will do what? I will multiply them. Uh -huh. And they shall not diminish. Uh -huh. I will also glorify them. And they shall not be small. Uh -huh. Their children also shall be as before. Uh -huh. And their congregation shall be established before me. Uh -huh. And I will punish all who oppress them. Look at verse 21. Their nobles shall be from among them. They are nobles. The nobles that will rule the country. I need another translation. So when you talk about the aristocrat families and things like that. He said the nobles shall be from the tents of Jacob. This is God's plan for the end time church. The nobles shall be from among them. The church will be the ones to produce the nobles. The senators, the MPs will come from the house of God. Their nobles shall be from among them. But don't forget the first thing he did was to restore the tent, the covering of Jacob. This house will be restored. The family church will be restored. Then their nobles shall be from among them. So our churches, our centers will be places that breed noble. Look at another thing that will happen from among them. Verse 21, and? And their governor shall come from their midst. Their governors shall come from their midst. Those who will be their mayors. Those will be, so in Africa also they use governors. Here we use mayors and stuff. They will come from their midst. Why is this still out of the reach of the church? Because the, the family church is not ready. Go and check every political office run for by church people even their own church lacks the capacity to support them because the family church had not been restored what is God building you for spark nation what is God asking you to do don't be in a rush your noble will be from among you and their governors from their midst in the midst of them you will be the one to develop your own nobles you'll be the one to develop your own governors you'll be the one to develop your own mps your own prime ministers the destiny of the church is to raise these people those who will be bankers the, the, the ceos of the banking world they are nobles those are the nobles they will come from their midst and until this happens the world cannot know peace ungodly men cannot rule the world they don't know what it means to be selfless. But God has to keep it in their own hands for now. God has to put it in their own hands for now. But until the church is ready. So if their noble is going to come from among them. If their governors is going to come from among them. 
why would they be governors how would they be nobles because they were equipped by the ministry work they were equipped to be governors they were equipped to be the nobles they were equipped to be the leaders of nations that is why god gave these five ministry gifts to fill all things he wants the nobles to come from among us he wants the governors to come from among us so god sees your attachment to your families he sees the heart let's go on i'm still going somewhere then that I will cost him to draw near. I love this one. Uh -huh. And he shall approach me. Uh -huh. For who is this who pledged his heart to approach me? Says, says the, the Lord. Lord. That's where I'm going tonight. Let me tell you. God was speaking through the prophet. And at a point, he told the prophet how the nobles will come out of their house of Jacob. And now the governors, the leaders of nations will come out of the restored tent of Jacob. Then, he said, I will cause him to approach me. He said, for who is this? Whose heart approach me? The, the whole point for tonight is that verse there. People who have made up their mind to approach God. This is the deepest scripture I've read in recent times, guys. Now you get to a state in your life where your determination is God. I don't care what is happening on earth or in my life. I want to approach you. I, I want to come to see what is in your heart and whatever the price is. I'm approaching you because we will ascend to the ears of God. He who has a pure heart and has not lifted up his heart unto idols. This one will, this is the one that can approach God. Who has not, whose hands are not dirty, who has not lifted up his heart to idols. This is Jacob. Remember that's what the Bible says there. He said this is Jacob. Now the tent of Jacob restored. Why do I join those two scriptures together? Because when you find Jacob, you find a man of iniquity. He was not a straightforward man, but he decided to approach God. God says, because of that, I will restore your tent because your heart seeks something that is bigger than the tent of men. He said, for who is this that, that approach, that has chosen to approach me? So what God is calling the whole nation for right now, is saying, approach me come let us reason together and look as much as his family and that's the first establishment right now at this point it becomes individual the resolution of your heart i cannot begin to talk about system until you understand this that look god is looking for men and women whose heart is made up to just carry out his will so the approach there is not God I'm coming to ask you for a car is look these are my criteria. this is what I want to do who among you can say father I choose me I can approach you and that's not just word of mouth anymore that, that is the day your life ceases to be yours I know you are all givers there are many givers watching but it goes beyond that it goes to the stage of, I don't know what is in this for me, 
when I approach him, but from now on, because when the last time Jesus approached them, he needed to give, he, he needed to give his life. For who is this that approached me? We're still going to read some more verse from there, but I want to focus on this tonight. Arts, young men and women, or young at heart, who have determined to approach him. So he said, if I can get a set of people whose hearts are determined to approach me, meaning they've jettisoned all manner of wrong. They're, they're, they're saying, look, it doesn't matter what people in my generation do. I'm approaching God and I'm getting what he wants me to do on earth. End of discussion. It means every other thing is left behind, isn't it? And already I can preach this gospel to you tonight because many of you are at that junction. But I need to remind you tonight that if you approach him some time ago, you have not reached him yet. Don't go back. For who is this that approaches me? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You shall be my people yeah. and I will be your God. Uh -huh. Behold, the whirlwind of the Lord yeah. goes forth with fury. A continuing whirlwind. It will fall violently on the head of the wicked. Yep. The fierce anger of the Lord will not return until he has done it. Yep. And until he has performed the intents of his heart. Uh -huh. In the latter days, you will consider Just go on it. and see if you didn't enter 31. At the same time. Says the Lord. Yep. I will be the God of all the families of Israel. As all this wild wind and fierce anger is going, he said, I will be the God of all the families. So God does not speak outside of these families, but in, that, in those families too, he looks at those who approach him. Joseph, out of all the families of Israel, was the only one that was able to approach God. And that cost him. He had to be in the house of Potiphar and say, I'm, I'm not going to touch this woman because I would do that and sin against God. That's not approaching him. I will be the God of all the families of Israel. Uh -huh. And they shall be my people. Uh -huh. Thus says the Lord, yeah. the people who survived the sword yeah. found grace in the wilderness. So you see where we're tying this up tomorrow? I told you about grace from the New Testament, right? We're going to get here tomorrow. The people who have survived the sword, they found grace. So the grace it gave in Ephesians 3, you remember all of us given the measure of grace? It was given in the wilderness. Those who escaped the sword found grace, but in the wilderness. We didn't know they were finding grace there. We thought they were suffering. But the test of the grace they found was how they went through maneuver difficult times. Was their endurance when you as stagnation go through your wilderness, when you went through it, grace was multiplying to you in those seasons. That was your season of grace. Everything, when men still talk against you and do this, look, the, li listen to me. The world don't use things or gravitate towards things because that thing is nice. They use it because it's indispensable. God is making you indispensable. People cannot ignore They still know the strongest young movement in the whole of Europe, even Africa, to speak, is you. 
So you can tune on and say, oh, I've heard about sparkling Yeah, right. So what are you going to do now? You can go away for a, for a year, but you still have to come back because you need their quality. The people who escape the sword find grace. The first sword is the scourge of the tongue. Something escape it. They hear things about it. Oh, I'm not going to die church anymore. No. You escape that sword and you find grace in the wilderness. Wilderness is the location of grace. Oh yeah. That's where grace is. You know, Moses was a big man in the palace. Prince Mo was so big in the palace and he wanted the liberation of his people, but there was no grace to birth a nation. But then he went into wilderness one day and he found grace in the wilderness. Joseph was in his father's house and he had the clothes of many colors and it was good. the moon and the stars were going to bow to him, but there was no grace there. But as a prisoner in the house of Potiphar, he found grace. When grace was about to increase, the lied against him and threw him in the dungeon but grace increased now it can interpret the, 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 the dream of those who were close to the king in the in the dungeon you know he found grace because he escaped the sword escape for Joseph was going to prison not that Pharaoh's wife confessed you would have thought his escape was that oh he didn't go prison um, they confess and now he's a good man no 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 he found grace in the wilderness he escaped the sword and God took him to the dungeon but what happened to him he found that there was a measure of grace for the equipping of the saints the man who will introduce him later to, to, to the king the most powerful man on earth he had to use his grace on this man in the wilderness he escaped the sword to be able to get proximity to the king it was lied again so that it can be pushed closer to be known there were allegations against him so that it can be pushed closer to be known and so wrong things make us known guys those who have escaped the sword and so sometimes our escape does not look like escape he escaped a life of obscurity but it was escape prison was escape for him who would have known that prison is escape who would have known that him being looked upon as someone that has done wrong is escape we would never have known but the bible says those who escaped the sword found grace in the wilderness the house of grace sometimes looks like the house of disgrace stay there it gets you proximity there are people that are in court well known but not known at all they said oh but they don't criticize that child that child like you because they don't know them certain things puts us in proximity so God tells us never calculate your rising by your own head or according to human standard. It will lift you, Spark Nation, and all those who belong to families, it will lift you in ways that you never thought. But you see the man of arrangement. You see the man of arrangement thinks that he knows if I connect this and do this and do that, then boom, God has a way, a thousand ways when we have none. Stay on his plan because that's approaching God. Increase in knowledge you'll find grace in wilderness. Wilderness is interesting because sometimes wilderness is a lonely place. Wilderness is interesting because sometimes wilderness is a place where you cannot see what next. That's your house of grace. Listen, that's your house of grace. Don't run out of there. It's the house of grace. 
It is lonely. The wilderness is thick bush and forest around you and you can't see city. Don't start to... Don't, don't do it. Stay. It's your house of grace. The people who have escaped the sword, they found grace in the wilderness. Israel, talk to me. Israel. When I went to give him rest. Oh my God, I love this scripture, you know. He said, Israel... When I went to give him rest, God did not take Israel out of wilderness. He went there to give him rest. So you are not qualified to come out of wilderness until you can rest there. You are not qualified to come out of not knowing what next, how your life is going to pan out. You are not qualified to come out of it until you can find rest in the wilderness. It gives rest. He said, Israel. He said, those who, oh my God. And I love the fact that Israel is one man, you know, but it became a nation. It's one house. Israel is the house of Jacob, but it became nation. Birth after birth, son after son. It was a house. It was not a church congregation. So the expert master builder in church is the, a, a pastor, a leader who knows how to turn congregation to family. Jacob turned this into a family. He said, Israel, when I went to give him a rest in the wilderness, that when you cannot see the future, you are sure that I am your future and you found grace in wilderness. That's why in Ephesians 3, he said, he has given us grace, a measure of grace. When you become a saint, when you come into Christ, it takes you through that wilderness because without that, you cannot find grace. And without grace, you cannot build a sustainable life because all you will get is going to be based on your merit, on your just merit, and then on what you, not merit, what you can do by yourself. And that doesn't last, you know, because no matter how brilliant you are, someone is looking to use you. The world knows just about using. Israel, when I went to give him rest, uh-huh. The, the Lord, Lord has appeared. Those of you who know me know this is my favorite scripture, verse 3. The Lord uh -huh. has appeared of old to me, saying, Same word. Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Uh -huh. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. Uh -huh. Again, I will build you. Yeah. And you shall be rebuilt, yeah. O virgin of Israel. Uh -huh. You shall again be adorned with your tambourines. Uh -huh. And you shall go forth in the dances of those who rejoice. Yeah. You shall yet plant vines on the mountains of Samaria. Yeah. The planters shall plant and eat them as ordinary food. Yeah. For there shall be a day uh -huh. when the watchmen will cry on Mount Ephraim. Yeah. Arise, let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. Did you see that? Guys, did you see that? For there shall be a day when the watchmen will cry on Mount Ephraim. Mount Ephraim is the world. He said the watchmen, those who are their wise men, those who know what is coming, you know that's what watchmen are. They know what is coming. They are positioned in the, in the towers of the city. So these guys will see the banking world. They will see what is coming. They will see the health world. And they will cry to everybody, let us go up to the house of the God of Jacob. Let us go to church. Let us go to Zion. He said the day is coming like that, guys. He said they will say, arise, let us go up to Zion to the Lord our God. 
For thus says the Lord. Sing with gladness for Jacob uh, and shout among the chief of the nations. Proclaim. Give praise and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. I'm going to stop there tonight. There shall be a day. This whole thing is going to happen one day. But when is this day going to come? When we're perfected. In that scripture in Ephesians 3, it said, For the maturing of the sin, till we all come to the perfect man. When we've perfected building this system. So what should everybody be doing? Perfecting, looking at the house you're building. Really destroying in our minds the concept of church as we met it. Really knowing that it is not what God wants. He said there shall be a day that the watch of men will shout and say, let us go to Zion. What will happen naturally is as you develop in skill, in understanding, true knowledge and true contact with heaven, people that you think and we think are just on the mountains of the world, they will just follow us to church. They will just say, can I come to church? They will just want to come. And that's why we cannot afford to be like others. We set the pace for them. We are called to set pace. And setting pace comes with a territory, comes with a price tag. But, but we won't mind the price tag if we have the understanding, isn't it? Comes with building system. Building system is expensive. Building system costs the lives of people. So approaching God is can only be done by a man and woman who has found rest, who is sure. What is the church that I see? A church with influence on every mountain. I'm not saying that the CEO will be a pastor. I'm just saying that their decision will be molded by pastors, by leaders. So God will fill all things. And then they will actually have the chance to become pastors or, or not. But they will believe in Jesus. They will walk in faith also because they have you there. Now, guys, this is not just going to happen by us prophesying. We're going to have to put the work in. That's why we started what we call the Givers Club. That's why we're starting all this new structure. It's like when all this is over, guys, Smart Nation is coming back as if, we, we, as if we've disconnected from church completely. As if... We, because what we've just got now is emboldenment and empowerment to just disconnect. It's like it's a new world. It's just like you're, you're just going to do things because now you have greater understanding. And God commissioned us to look for the best minds. They are best because they are keen on learning. They are best because they will never, this set of people, this new set of young people, they will never see anything called impossible, ever. There is nothing we can do to the ends or the ghetto. They will deteriorate more and more. But there are some of them, thousands of them that you can pull out. There are some you've got to take back there and say, look, this is your natural habitat. And why is God pumping this level of knowledge in us? completely detached from church as we know it. It's over, guys. It's over. It's not working. It did not work. 
and it still cannot work. But the basic fundamental principles remain. Leadership, the fivefold ministry, prayer, the word, what is our hymn? Let the glory of God cover the earth. Has the waters covered the sea? What I want to do tomorrow is now to begin to talk about these systems. I believe before this weekend is over, we're really going to get into the monetary one that I've always wanted to talk about. But what is God calling us to do tonight? Approach Him. And this approaching you must do constantly. Meaning you must get to a place where you are constantly moving. Meaning approaching is walking towards someone. So you must not be where you were in your walking towards him yesterday. Don't take five steps forward and five steps back. Stay in the wilderness. It is the house of grace. It doesn't take a year or two for God to raise a person in a moment like he did with Joseph. He's going to raise so many of you from where you are and it will make those who seem to have gone ahead of you it will make it look like child's play but God has taught us all the principles of family be busy building your family your power based family elite family the connect family the, the um, COD family the post nation family be busy building making it the house of excellence the best house challenging your leaders on paying attention to details and seeking knowledge your leaders also finding who are the teachers here who are the pastors here nothing slips past the eyes of your leader that's how you will know that they've matured they are spiritual and yet they are earthly relevant they are teachers every family head must be good in five six subjects finance health career nation they must be good so if you have leaders that are not exposed to knowledge they will just say well i'm just a spiritual person just praying in tongues or and then they don't have people who are good at these things then change leadership on those notes you're allowed to change leadership they must be knowledgeable they must be the best black young man or woman or white young man or woman they must be the best they must be the best in turning congregation. They must have the ability to support the evangelist who can create crowd crusades. So never are we get into a place of, well, even if we're just two people here. No, no, don't, don't talk that rubbish. I'm told those who start services. Oh, even if it's two of us, don't say it. Just do your job. You are there to sing. You are not there to preach to us. We're not going to be two here. We're going to be two million. But they know how to turn those large numbers into families. They are master craftsmen. They know how to turn little money into big. They know how to take their community. Every family heads must be expert because they've got you. So don't just be a frivolous, empty person. So this end time gospel is going to be challenging. This building is going to be challenging. But guess what? You're already there. So hey, now the world is seeing when, when like... So a kind of church can call me and say wow now we see spark nation is ahead of its time they will all still copy our finance that wait they are saying you're ahead because so for us 
all the church not meeting in a building is just like our natural habitat without knowing that a day is coming that, that churches will actually be shut down we didn't know but it's like your natural habitat and you're with each other this is what God is doing and he calls us to that place so from the spiritual to what we have to do physically this is God's word to us in this season we're going to really start and kick off tomorrow I've laid foundation tonight lift up your hands and worship God wherever you are tonight and let's approach him let's tell him tonight as a nation as a people we're approaching you oh God oh King of heaven we are approaching you we we come to you who is he that approaches God now that's a personal statement that's a personal thing approach leaving everything behind and coming near him tonight that's the order of the day a fresh a new determination to walk with God I'll let you approach in your own prayer in a minute. I want to read this to you, but go on, let's just worship. Like you 
for what you are doing in this house we thank you for what you have done and we 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 want to establish this again tonight that it has never been by our own understanding or minds that we've built this far therefore we're trusting you for the next building how to build in this country and in other nations is in your hands we approach you to know your heart to know your will as you raise a new dimension of church, a new dimension of young people, give us understanding. Give us wisdom, O oh God. Let our eyes and ears and perception be open to the spiritual dimensions. We rebuke all distractions, O oh God. We rebuke everything that takes us away from sitting at your feet. We thank you, Jesus, tonight. your feet. I'll be right here at your feet forever. And I'll be seated at your feet. <laughs> 
worship at your feet I'll be right here at your feet forever and I'll be seated it doesn't matter at if that looks like the wilderness is a house of grace this moment, this period in your life is the time that you're increasing grace, building strong grace for what you're supposed to do in life, for what God is calling you to do. And I'll be seated at your feet. I'll be seated at your feet. I'll be right there at your feet forever. And I'll be, and I'll be seated at your feet, Lord, to worship at your feet. I'll be right there at your feet forever. understand that the website sparknation.org is running well. Um, uh, I think Periscope is acting up. Uh, but you can't comment on the on the, um, on the the other one, but it's a good thing that you can hear me. We're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to have our word explosion proper kickoff tomorrow, and I think it's going to be powerful. Just building systems and making sure that in this season, from your homes and in your various houses, you are connecting with your family heads and your families. If you don't live in any of these back nation house, yeah, connecting and asking questions on how to build. What do we build? Um, and also imagining in your head with everything that I'm saying, what is back nation gonna look like when it comes back? Meaning, well, when it comes back, you know, when all this is over. I hope you know that the world will never be the same again. I don't see any time soon that people will just start hugging themselves and shaking themselves. I think even when the offices are back and things are back, I just think it's going to be a problem. You know, the world will never be the same again. Just like 9-11 changed the way we travel. March or whatever, 2020, COVID-19 changed the way we socialize and interact and live our lives but what God has done for you or with you is to make sure that you were prepared and another thing is I just see this as opportunity to be daring and to do new things to push new frontiers and to be bold about the nations that's that's what I see right now you know um, and it's fun and it's beautiful but if there's ever a time to be so united, to be together, it is now. Because we've seen that. And, and someone will say to me, well, you know, all this vision you have for Spark Nation and how billionaires will rise, how will it happen? How did it happen that the whole world shut down? Would you ever have believed that a day will come that the streets will be deserted and even your prime, your prime minister will be in hospital? And NHS will be, they thank God. You know, that's the idol they now worship again. I, I don't understand. And pastors, anyways. So, hey, think outside of the box like we do in Spark Nation anyways. 
no longer we're going to have given that people would think of at the end of the month because a giver's club was activated yesterday. I'll be the set of the most sharpest thinking people. And God has told us, so snatchers, you go get all the souls. Literally, we'll have houses set up on a Sunday as breakfast club. Just set up your house as breakfast club and invite people when this is over, when people can interact, and just call them to breakfast and watch church service. That's all. Yeah, and then go home. Of course, you know the traditional church will not give up. They will just keep doing things the way they always know. But it's going to die. And then you meet occasionally. 2,000 of you meet and you have a blast. And then you have the selected group meet on Thursday. You can change it to Tuesday. You can do any day and meet together if you want to dance or whatever you want to do. God is giving us the chance to be relevant. And the church must not miss this. We're thinking with others. And that's why I've been challenging all the family heads that it is time to be the sharpest. Knowledge connects everything. You must be the sharpest in everything. We cannot have house leaders, family heads who are sloppy and sleepy anymore. It's not going to work. They must be the most knowledgeable and they must provide leadership. They must be the ones that pay attention to details the most because you will hold them responsible may the lord bless and be with you um, our condolences with our pastor pastor ozzy our father passed away yesterday i want you to send your prayers to her i want you to strengthen her um, i called her. i was on the phone with her um, yesterday um, what is sad about it is that it's quite sudden i don't think it has anything to do with the current health scare and situation um, it was too sudden they were not expecting it so you can imagine the shock um, of, of that family it's quite shocking but at periods like this we um, stand with each other and we have faith that God will comfort the wife that's Pastor Ozzy's mom that was left behind and all the children that were left behind so our prayers are with you Pastor Ozzy our support and love is with you and of course um, with your family in Jesus precious name amen have you been blessed by the word tonight I can't see your response even if you respond and your word even if you're given what make sure you keep keeping social distance um, I've been checking on everybody's health and um, well not everybody but almost every every house yes I think the word is house yeah the world is house and um, it's beautiful. I've been checking and it's been a beautiful, beautiful thing to know that as many as we are, everybody is in, is in health. Everybody is strong. Everybody is alive. Everybody is agile. Um, so I'm happy and we'll, we'll keep thanking God for that. Keep the social distance, keep the law. But the truth of the matter is not because of fear. Not because we're not mobilized by, oh, the government said this, the government said that. Of course, it will get worse. The numbers are increasing because the disease is shrinking. It's shrunk. Um, so the effect, the numbers of things that have entered people's system um, over the past months and stuff is manifesting in theirs. But um, the infection, the spread of it, of course, is shrink and it's, it will keep shrinking. So let's keep praying. 
um, for people and praying for families. Someone said, oh, you've not come out to pray for the prime minister. I said, I don't do things like that. I prayed for the prime minister months ago in Hover. So I don't just jump on reactionary stuff and try to look right. I don't do those things. It's not my, it's not my style. Already did. Thank you very much. Um, but let's pray for those in authority. And let's keep praying for ourselves and our families. May the Lord be with you. May the Lord bless you. And may the Lord keep you. And most importantly, because that's where I'm going tomorrow, the visions and the dreams. Tomorrow is a prophetic and worship night. We're just going to have a few um, worshipers here. We're going to worship and prophesy. I'm going to get into the visions and prophetic dimensions of what God is about to do in this season. The Joseph and the Daniel especially, we could see um, what God is doing. So we're positioning ourselves for the prophetic the lord bless and be with you have a lovely night love you all just one worship song and we're gonna close this service love you all god bless you